This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Let's Go Otsko. And I'm in quarantine. At, at home. home. Welcome to Let's Go Otsko. At home. With me, your host. I just got done doing a panel for Seed and Spark, curated by their founder, Emily Best. It was a panel called Too Soon? Making Jokes in These Uncertain Times which was talking about how are we able to joke in these times? What are some hack jokes, some faux pas jokes, you know, that people have made about the Black Lives Matter protests or about even COVID, you know? And how can, as comedians, how do we make jokes about things that are happening now that people are experiencing that so many people are mourning over or getting hurt over literally like physically getting hurt or killed over and I brought up my friend Lori Kilmartin who is an amazing comedian whose mother just passed away from COVID this morning and Lori has been tweeting about her last few days with her mom updating and sharing the public with what's going on, you know, and there's a lot of raw emotions there, a lot of ups and downs and updating us with some of the quote unquote more mundane things like been trying to get the hospital to let us visit her or been on FaceTime now for 55 hours with my mom just staring at her. But in between all of these tweets, right, Lori was still throwing out hilarious zingers. Some of them dark, but it's still like you read it and you're like, huh, like you still can't help but laugh because she's able to find levity in all this. And the jokes are just really good. You know what I mean? The jokes are just really good. One of her tweets was like, people are sending my mom prayers and thoughts, but it's really my dad that you need to send prayers to because I think he thought he had a few more years, you know, alone (laughs) without her. Meaning her dad passed away years ago, but she was just saying like, oh God, I I think my dad was hoping he had more time to himself. He didn't know he was going to be met with my mom so soon. You know, which is a dark joke about her mom dying and meeting up with her dead dad. But who are we to say that she's not allowed to joke about that? You know, it's so true. And again, like I still laughed. And uh, right after her mom passed away, she tweeted, my mom's new breathing routine is quite the closer. 
Okay. And again, a dark joke, but I couldn't help but be like, ha ha, you know, it just came out of me. She's giving us permission to laugh. And it's such a very giving thing to do. A very gracious thing to do as a comedian. And I can really relate. I know where that comes from as a fellow comedian, right? When something tragic is happening to want to joke about it, to still entertain And there's so much humanity to that, actually. And here we are. Here I am still trying to make you laugh in all this. Am I laughing? Are you laughing? Let's all laugh together. My guest today is Judah Friedlander. You might have seen him in 30 Rock. You might have seen him tour with his future president tour where he held town halls and he answered questions about how he would fix America as president. And just as a heads up, just like last week's episode, this was recorded before the Black Lives Matter protests. So that is why we don't get into it. And as always, if you are enjoying the podcast, rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts. Or you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash letsgoatsuko. You can watch videos of the full episode there. All right, without further ado, here's the episode. That's how you start a clap. Yeah. Some people don't know how to start a clap. That's how you do it. I wouldn't have known because I never see you clap. You start with a strong bass. Strong bass? Strong bass. Mm-hmm. And then with an unwavering force, you join. And you keep them together for a little bit. <laughs> That's just a single clap then. That is just... You That's know. all you need to start things. That's all you need to start things. It's very true. It's very true. Mm-hmm. And you are right. If you're like, I know that voice. I know that man. I am here with my guest, Judah Freelander, everybody. <laughs> See, I'm doing it the way you taught me. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well done. Excellent clapping skills, everybody. Thank you so much. How are you? How are you, Judah? Incredible. Like the nation, nothing's wrong. Everything's going perfectly. Can't see one mistake or one malintent. It's just going great. (laughs) That's how I feel too. That's why we're talking via laptop because (laughs) things are dandy. Things have never been. I said, oh, could I ever have just, you know, phone call Judah or maybe see if we wanted to hang out in person. I said, no, let's wait till a pandemic. You know, it's a smart move. Screw pandemic. That's not why we're having to talk to each other on a laptop. Yeah, we're all about technology now. You know, this in-person stuff, let's face it, we've been doing it for years. It's old news. Yeah. Uh, New technology, internet, the future. Yeah. Uh, Zoom, you know, it's got a good, it's got a good sound to it. Zoom. Two O's, that's always very sci-fi. Just like zoom, 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 zoom. Yeah, very, anyone can say it. Babies, senior citizens. That's true. Zoom doesn't discriminate, you know, and. uh, Unless you have bad Wi-Fi. True. Yeah, yeah. Not going to argue with you there. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not a computer guy. This stuff is all new to me. I don't, I don't know technology well at all. I'm very, uh, I'm 75 years old. So uh, anything technology is is, yeah. is new to me. Yeah. So. 
you're just a couple of years younger than uh, my my grandmother. <laughs> hey, she's an awesome woman. I've seen the dance videos. Yeah. Uh, I've seen the choreography. Fantastic passion, mm -hmm. choreography. Mm -hmm. When you combine those two elements, you got brilliant art. When you combine those two elements, you get a strong clap. That was excellent. <laughs> uh, Judah, we have a couple of questions from listeners for you. That's fantastic. So I'm going to ask you one question to start off. Uh, mm -hmm. This is a question from Liz. Uh, she says, Judah, do you have a biggest hat regret uh, or a hat that got away? Oh, no, I don't think so. You know, 30 Rock was uh, the situation there was interesting. <laughs> I mean, I've been making my own. I started making my own hats in the 90s. I always did a lot of art. Yeah. Always, you know, like clay, painting, drawing, animation. Always did a lot of that since I was a little kid. And, and right. my mom always did a lot of art. So, so I always did a lot of art. So I remember, and I was never into labels and stuff like that. I always thought it was, I never understood why someone wanted to pay more money Right, so they right. can show off the label for the brand of clothing. And then, so you're basically paying more money to advertise for that clothing company. I, I, I never understood that. So Unless you get so, paid, unless you get paid for it. Oh, I, I, I never even considered that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, and I think most people wearing labels aren't getting paid for it. But, but anyways, yeah. so I, I never understood that concept. And then, so I, I was like, why, you know, why, why have, why buy a hat with someone else's logo on there? So I started uh, getting black hats and then drawing my own stuff on there. You know, sometimes it was phrases, sometimes it was, uh, I would draw stuff on there. So, um, so anyway, so when 30 Rock came around, I decided I, I was because you know I I done a lot of movies before where mm -hmm. I was um, you know stand up has always been my main thing but but you know I've done a fair amount of acting and in movies I would often completely change my look no hat no glasses shave the hair dye the hair you know do an accent you know all kinds of stuff yeah. so when Thirty Rock came around you know I auditioned for that and then I, I got the part and then. That was like an everyday job, you know. It was it was like eight or nine months out of the year, right? Before you film one episode, you have to sign a six year contract, whether that show is going to last six years or not, mm -hmm. you know. And I'm not used to having stability. I'm used to going from, <laughs> like, I'm I'm more comfortable having no job and figuring out what the next job is going to be. That's the way I've kind of right. always done things. So right. when that came around, it was even though even though it, it may sound weird that like, wow, you have a steady job uh, and you feel nervous about that. That's just, that's just cause I wasn't used to it. I'm not like complaining, but, yeah. um, but anyway, so I came up with the idea that maybe to add something to the character, cause I didn't want to change my look for the role. I wanted to look the way I normally look cause it's eight or nine months out of the year. And I don't want to have to not look the way I normally look nine months out of the year every year it's like it can make you go mentally crazy if you don't recognize yourself in the mirror i agree and yeah so so for that role i wanted to look 
pretty much the way I normally do. So I said to Tina, I, I asked her, hey, would it be cool if Frank, you know, like maybe wears a, a different hat every episode mm-hmm. and it can be like an in-joke within the show to maybe add more to the show. Like, so maybe it's something you don't pick up the first time, but on the second viewing, you might pick it up. And then I said, also, it could be maybe Frank's passive aggressive way (laughs) to get back at Liz Lemon. So for example, he may have pitched a sketch idea to Liz Lemon and Liz rejected it. So now he'll wear that, the name of that sketch on his hat around the office and if people laugh at it, then he'll go to Liz, be like, hey, Liz, see, people like it. You should have <laughs> greenlit that sketch. You know, I mean, that wasn't in there, but that was the thought process behind it. Right. And Which then, is uh, what you do in real life with your hats, right? Like, well, you, possibly, no, right? Sorry, no, continue. Sorry. sorry. Oh, no. Yeah. You're, you're right now wearing a, a hat that says cancel rent, mortgage freeze, bill out people not billionaires yeah so it's stuff that you wouldn't walk around sh- shouting all day but that's what you believe well in. i might i might, <laughs> I might. Um, in that order but, uh, in so, that order <laughs> yeah so no but you know when i do stand up the the hats usually just say one thing but in a in a different language but mm-hmm. um they uh so for for that show so i brought that up to tina and 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 she thought that was a, a good idea and then she said, well, actually, it should be every day that you wear a different, your character wears a different hat. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Right. And then she's like, on some episodes might occur over three to four days. So, so I was like, all right, so I've got to make a different hat for, for every day. So, so I, um, so is I your closet, is, I, what's that, what's that? you have a hat, do you, is your closet just filled with hats or have you had to get rid of them? Oh, I'm, I'm a very unorganized person. So they, they were, um, I mean, I have them, I have them, what's left of them, I have them in storage boxes now. But so for that show, I made all the hats. I came up with all the sayings. About once a year, the writers would come up with a saying on the hat and would write it into the plot line. Right. But I would still make the hat. And then on one episode, my character was wearing a mini hat underneath the regular hat. <laughs> and the prop department made that hat. Otherwise, I made all the hats and I came up with all the sayings on the hats. Um, so, so when it comes back to your question about regretting hats, <laughs> yeah, on some level, I regret that because, you know, things get, can get busy on a TV show production and I'm trying to remember lines, but I'm also trying to make hats at the same time. So it was like, sometimes I wish <laughs> I didn't have to make all these hats and I could have just worked on my lines. You yeah, know? you became, you volunteered yourself to be part of the costume department, the art yeah. department and talent. Yeah, but you know, I just felt that it, it was just better to do it that way for all reasons, you know, um, instead of have someone else do it and come up with the stuff. I just didn't, you know, to me, it just didn't feel right. So. That's so um, interesting. Yeah, but that that's a that's a regret and a not a regret. Uh, I, I regret that it, it took up a lot more time than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, but you know, you know wear hats, but no, I don't wear a hat with a different phrase on it every day. That's not what I do. But I I have made my own hats for years, and I I make them. You know, so yeah. You know what uh, took a lot of effort into making that were also hats? You made me think about it because you said inside your hat was a tinier hat in one of the episodes. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when uh, 
Pigeons were flying around Las Vegas with tiny little mega hats, Make America Great Again hats. No, I wasn't aware of that. <laughs> that happened a couple of months ago where this right-wing group collected pigeons and glued on tiny, tiny little Make America Great Again hats on pigeons. And some of them got um, Donald Trump uh, hair glued on, uh-huh. and then they uh-huh. released them into the wild to sort of like <laughs> gaslight the public. Because, I mean, you Hold know. Hold on a second. I need to call the animal rights authorities <laughs> right now because um, that's physical and mental abuse to the pigeons oh, and sure. uh, anyone who's seen them. So um, I'm going to get I'm going to get right right after we finish this interview. I'm going to get on that because that is that's bad. Yeah. It is bad. I, pigeons. I think pigeons are some of the coolest animals out there. You are I don't so think they kind. Should be abused like that. No, it's it's messed up. Well, there was a pigeon sanctuary actually happened to be in Vegas too. And so this woman was uh recollecting them and gently she knew the humane, humane ways to take the glue off the uh-huh. pigeons and so she was gently humanely uh having to take these uh stupid hats off these unassuming pigeons and she was just talking about you know she she was saying you know physically is it too much harm not necessarily but the idea was just so crazy that um i mean i would i would you're right like it is it is emotionally abusive to the people who are having to look at it too yeah and it's dangerous to the pigeons i mean yeah there was an old study long time ago and this goes into a discussion about hate and uh-huh. people fearing other people. Right. And my my dad told me this study. So, because that's one of the problems, you know, is that, you know, how do you get rid of hate? How do you get people to stop hating people? How to get people to stop fearing people, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to anyone who's different from them, no matter what it is. And I don't know what the answers are, but, you know, Unfortunately, I think many people are just wired to hate. They're wired to fear. They're wired to hate. Um, right. I don't know what percentage of the population, but it's it's higher than it should be. <laughs> and I mean, there should be none, but it's also there's 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 way too many. But <laughs> so, anyways, I think there was a study done years ago where they took a a group of pigeons. Mm-hmm. Uh, or not, it wasn't pigeons. It was birds. It was birds. I don't know that it was pigeons. It was okay. like a flock of birds, and they painted one of them, part of it, a different color. And all the other birds attacked and killed that bird. Oh, wow. So, um... This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, 
so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. You just made me remember that study. Yeah. I wonder if other pigeons, seeing the pigeons with the hats on and the Donald Trump uh, little uh, hairs, what is it called? A wig? They put wigs on goddamn pigeons. But anyway, I wonder if other pigeons saw it, in, you know, according to this study. and Could have happened. Wanted to attack or, you know, maybe it would have happened the other way. But um, And how many pigeons were like, hey, it wasn't my idea. Get it off of me. You, totally. You know? Totally, totally, yeah, um, yeah. It was a, it was a group that called themselves Putin, but I forget what the acronym stand stood for. Um, no, yeah, but that was uh, like a great group. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't understand why pigeons. I think because they were like you know they're kind of like an unspoken for bird type. People don't go pigeon watching. People don't you know. I do. <laughs> I feed the pigeons sometimes in New York. I love pigeons. Oh, I'm so glad. You know, I have to, you know, I'm so glad I'm talking to you because for a period of time, meaning up until like now, you know, I, I felt like I've had it with pigeons, but I'm glad to speak to somebody who's like, I watch them. I, I like enjoy watching them. They're so tough. You know, pigeons, rats, these are like... I mean, rats eat garbage, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, I mean, you talk about if like you're having it tough, they they eat garbage, that they go anywhere and, uh, <laughs> they and do. The pigeons are, you know, <laughs> but but they're they're great. I think, I think they're amazing. Yeah, and who are we? You know, rats eat garbage. Like, who am I, you know? I could have easily, I could easily be eating garbage. Yeah. You know, and who who invited, who told me to take over their space? It was, this was Ratland, for all I know, where I'm living on top of. It might still be. It probably is, because actually, uh, Judah, we had a rat in our house like two weeks ago. Mm. I won't tell How you what. was it? He was probably, he was the size of my head. He was the size yeah, of my head. Big. Yeah, yeah. I big. had a rat in my apartment in Queens once. It probably took me a month to get it out of the apartment. Oh, so you slowly nudged him out. It's not like you were like rat trap. Well, I'm getting rid of him. I, it was it was getting to survival. It was really mm -hmm. like it was who's gonna who's gonna stay in this apartment? Is That's it gonna right. be me or the rat? And yeah, and unless the... I didn't want to kill it. Right. I didn't want to kill it. Mm -hmm. I really didn't want to kill it. But it was survival mode. Yeah. Now I didn't kill it. You didn't. Okay. I tried to okay. kill it. I tried to kill it. What do you? What did you try uh, to kill it with? I'm like... not proud of that. But I failed. And then after a while, I was like, I'm glad I didn't kill it. And so eventually what I did was I found out where the rat was getting in. Oh, OK. And it was the cupboard right above the stove. Oh, you know how okay. there's like like there's mm -hmm. cupboards above the stove. Yeah. yeah so yeah. The, the, the cupboards up there, you know, above the stove. And you know the door opens like that, right. so 
and the the cupboard is attached to the wall and it's attached to the ceiling uh-huh. so in part of the cupboard you know there, there's the place where you put the dishes and stuff but then there's like a little little empty area there right that's you know i don't know like this big and then it's and it looked like it was like a shaft that goes up uh so one day uh i'm i hear some noise in the kitchen and i mm-hmm. look over and i see the bottom flap of the cupboard going down like this and ah! i see the rat's head poking through oh so the rat was on the roof and there must have been some kind of little hole there and it came in through the cupboard and then would get on the stove and then would go everywhere in the apartment yeah wow so you I found the entry point was able to nail what? that thing shut uh-huh. and then the rat stopped coming in that was it you just needed to stop an entry point exactly oh okay so you're still i mean you are still sort of a lover in that you didn't kill him I, we killed that rat from two weeks ago okay but just, I, to be honest with you, i did try I, I mean i didn't want to but it was getting so bad yeah you know because the doors were getting chewed off there was right. rat piss everywhere it was you know it was i had to do something you know no of and, course uh, but i the rats are smart the rat was smarter than i was didn't fall for any of the traps i set honestly rats are smart but i am constantly still shocked to this day every time they fall for just a piece of freaking cheese just like the cartoons that's what they eat that's what they like we it's just literally what we saw in the cartoons we put a block of cheddar and that's what they fell for you know what i mean just like well it's crazy to me because I believe I tried that and it and it did not work. Sure, you're well, you're a rat, you know, like you are the company you keep. You're a smart guy. Your well, rat was no, smart no. too. <laughs> you're smarter than a rat. I'm not. I, I mean, that's what the evidence shows. I don't know. You 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 got rid of him without killing him. I just said yeah. I saw a cartoon once, uh, and I'm gonna put a cheese on a rat trap, and that I, it was just luck. And he was a cartoon rat. He ate it. And then, boom, got him. Again, like you said, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. And I'll say it again. I did not want to. But he kept coming back. Let's talk about what your punishment should be and what your guilt should be for the rest of your life. Well, you know, uh, immediate punishment for killing this particular rat Maybe I should have to live like a rat for a couple of days. Put myself in his paws. Okay. Because he doesn't even have shoes. I do. I have the luxury. I couldn't even say put myself in his shoes. No. No. Right? Right? Put myself in his fur for a couple of days. Yeah. Maybe I... Or her. Or her. You're right. See? And now I'm just... Sexist. Sexist. See, now I'm just throwing genders out. That's the patriarchy coming back at you. I know. I I always do do that with animals. I always say he. Because I always think someone's going to beat me for not saying he or something over my shoulder. Just being like, did you just call her a her? Empowering that rat? Who knows? I don't know. I don't You know, gender can be anything. It's so deep in my subconscious, this stuff. You know? Well, what? Okay. And then I feel very guilty for talking about trying to kill a rat but i'm, I'm not gonna lie you know well, that's but, why you're saying that i should have a I don't punishment think I would, you know hopefully i wouldn't do it again but uh you know yeah survival 
Well, you're so you're in Maryland right now. Right now, I'm in Maryland. Yep. yep. Are you in uh, Gatorsburg? Well, almost. 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 Okay. Okay. Almost. Yeah. And um, so you know, rats. I don't know about rats in Maryland. It's not like they make many TV shows that portray rats in Maryland. Uh, New York, though, you know where you usually a lot in New York. New York has a lot. Yeah. Do yeah. you foresee a near future where you're back in New York? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I kind of want to go back now, and I've been wanting to go back some, but you know, I also. You know, I'm at my folks now, so you know we're kind of all helping each other out here. And uh, yeah, you know, right now I think New York has less daily new cases than many places in the country. Um, I think Maryland might have more new cases than New York does right now. So, right. Um, you know, but uh, no, I mean, I still talk to a lot of my friends there, and I miss it. And uh, yeah, but. Um, yeah, I'll be getting back there at some point. You know, I come down to Maryland about once a month anyways, and my birthday was uh, uh, in March, so I was coming down for that anyways, and then I just stayed down here some. So Right, yeah. Uh, so I'm figuring it out. Uh, but yeah, I'll def- I mean, I'll be back at some point. I don't, I don't know when. Right. Well, we were talking earlier and you were saying like, you know, now that I'm here, the case is going, c- cases are going up here and the cases in New York are going down. And it's this thing where it started making me, I started thinking about like, a, and it's dumb and it's silly that I'm even thinking, but I was like, what if Judah does a tour where he's catching up with the virus? Meaning you go to wherever the cases have lessened, you go and do a tour really quick there. And then you wait till somewhere else has flattened the curve and then you go there, you know? Yeah, I mean, that. I might've been doing that uh, before the lockdown. I mean, but in the reverse, you know, I was, I was in Seattle doing a show February 18th or something. Oh, which was okay. right around when they were having their outbreak. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, the month before that, I was in Europe doing shows. Mm-hmm. And then I was, in, you know, doing shows every night in New York pretty much in March. So, right. You know, but, but your tour, uh, your tour uh, did start in Wuhan. Is that right? <laughs> I'm just no, kidding. This is so dumb. I haven't played, I haven't done shows in East Asia yet. Uh, one of these days, uh, that'd be great. I was almost, you know, I, I've, I started lining shows up there a few years ago, but then had to change the schedule. So, um, but I, I haven't done shows in East Asia yet. But Wait, if I recall, if I recall, you were going to last, last, last time we saw each other, you had shows lined up in Tokyo. Am I right no, about that? No, I, I had been talking to some people. Oh, you I, were talking. I, I don't have anything lined up yet. You know, I, I was hoping to do an Asia trip this summer and do mm-hmm. some shows, but right. that's not happening. The It'd case, be great. They're doing much better than we are. So, you know. There was only five cases in Japan today. It was a pretty yeah. new low. Yeah. You know, they're just way behind America. You know, I mean, we have over 90,000 deaths and uh, Japan, I think, only has around 300. They're just... They're, I don't know what they're doing wrong, but they're way behind us. I mean, they're just so, <laughs> so far ahead. What are they doing? What are they doing? 
I think what they're doing wrong is protecting themselves with masks and just, you know. You know what's weird though, actually? Japan has been pretty lax. Well, it seems as far as those the East Asia countries go, they're sort of the Sweden of uh, right. the East Asian countries where they haven't been doing as good a job as South Korea or yeah. Taiwan. Uh, yeah. So. Totally. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. I, I think it's just culture too, within culture. Just like if you have a people, right? And this is just me talking about Japan, where I grew up, my people. If you have a people that literally bows at each other instead of going in for a hug, you know what I'm saying? It's naturally going to create, uh, during a pandemic, you know, an easier time distancing from each other. Sure, sure. But also in, in uh, Japan, I mean, I think the the prime minister there is pretty right wing, isn't he? He's pretty, uh, he's yeah. pretty capitalist. So he's probably not going to want to uh, maybe listen to the scientists as much as some of the other countries, you know, and want to just keep that economy going. I don't know. I'm just guessing. No, it's true. And so under the pressure of the people, he was like, fine, I'll do something. And right. so he he gave out free masks to the public. Uh, made by the government, but in true Prime Minister Abe fashion, he made them too small. So they were like this on people. <laughs> and oh yeah, yeah. And so um, the people were not happy. They were like, we, we've we already been questioning you. Now you do this, like the tiniest mask. So I, what, like just... <laughs> That when you can email me a link to a news story on that, I, I would love to uh, see that. Yeah, uh, I will send it to you. Yeah, he made uh, the the masks were too small, so crazy uh, but not surprising. Yeah, yeah, uh, it fit newborns, you know. Hey, better than nothing. They're the future. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of which, actually, Judah, I was wondering if you would be down to play a little game with me. Oh, sure, of course. All right. Okay. I'm going to set it up. I'm going to set it up. <sighs> All right. Okay. So as we've been chatting about and as we may have, we've seen on the daily, right? Being president when you only have so much to work with, and I mean our president's personality mostly, during a pandemic, being president is hard, you know, fielding questions, battling your own ego, drugging yourself with malaria pills, <laughs> all the while being a father to many. This is just our president I'm talking about, uh, particularly his youngest son, Baron, who's only 14 during this whole time. Um, so in this challenge called being president is hard. Okay, Judah, you will have 90 seconds to play the president uh, while you answer calls coming in from concerned constituents. Okay. Now, I'm playing a president, right? You're playing a president. That's right. Okay, yeah. good, good. Yeah, right. you're playing a president. Because I might have to be the next president. I mean, you know this. So That's uh, right. That's right. But the questions coming in might be geared towards Donald Trump, but you can answer as your own president. Yeah, I won't, I won't uh, ever speak for him. Um, but yeah, I'll, uh, I'll answer any questions you've got. Perfect. Uh, you can, you know, uh, all the while, all the while you're planning a reopen party for your 14-year-old son, Baron. So it's a game of multitasking, all right? So I have uh, to pretend I have a 14-year-old son named Baron. That's right. <laughs> um, it's really mental torture at this moment. But, you know? 
uh, yeah yeah it's mental go ahead ahead. okay okay (laughs) uh it's mental torture but um you know what so is having to hang out on a laptop so i said why not (laughs) your choice it's your show let's do it all right judah so again the rules of the game there will be 90 seconds on the clock every time the phone rings you'll hear it you must answer with a hello and a concerned constituent will ask you a question you can you can answer you know with something vague and soothly vaguing you know yeah like i'm working on it or whatever at the same time pretend i'm the president I'm not going to pretend I'm the current president. Right. I'll pretend there's a 14-year-old who says he's my son and says that's his name. That's right. And uh, at the same time, your White House party planner, which is played by me, will be oh, wow. asked will be asking questions concerning your son's reopening party, okay? Wow. It's a game of whack-a-mole, a game of you multitasking. Know, I had some nightmares last night and <laughs> They pale in comparison to this. All right, here we go. <laughs> here we go. All right, we got 90 seconds on the clock. And go. Hello, Mr. President. Mr. President, how many malaria pills do you take a day? Hold on, that's my doctor. Let me ask and find out. <laughs> It's uh, 12 a day, 12, 12 a uh, day. Um, uh, Mr. President, hi, hi, a White House party planner here. Um, where will the party take place, your bear, uh, your son's uh, party? Um, it's going to take place in the basement because um, uh, it's less noisy down there and there's no windows, so I won't be able to hear them. And, oh. uh, and they it- won't get any uh, airflow coming in, so that'll be... You know they can really breathe in the freedom and oh. uh, they're not going to have to you know worry about any of that fresh air getting blown in from from nature and it can just be this man-made freedom air that they can just breathe in in the basement in yeah. the basement understood understood okay mr. President, mr president mr president um what is mike pence best quality you know mike pence's best quality uh boy that's a good one you know um he's from indiana Mm. and uh if you ever want to buy a lot of fireworks i recommend going to indiana fireworks are illegal in many states and i've seen firework stores in indiana that are as big or bigger than a walmart so and kinsey institute is in indiana uh, which is really cool at the University of Indiana. Um, I'm sure Mike Pence has never been near it. Uh, he probably should have been, but uh, he never was. But so, it's a plus. So I would say that the fact that there's fireworks and the Kinsey Institute there um, is, is a plus. Uh, Mr. President, uh, what kind of cake will be served for Barron's reopen party? Well, it's just going to be uh, a plain cake from... Uh, a plain cake? A plain, plain, just a plain cake. Uh, you Is know, that... like a birthday cake. Oh, okay, plain birthday, plain like... I mean, a... everybody loves birthday cake. So right. just and birthday. There's no point in having it just once, once a year, you know. When kids are rich, it's their birthday once a week, 
you know that that's that's the difference you know because that's what a rich kid can have and deserve and and kids need more sugar you know some of these kids that's why they're not that healthy because they're only having birthday cake once a year their sugar supply is low you got to get the sugar sugar gives people energy it right. gets them busy that's good for the economy right so a weekly plain birthday cake understood yeah, yeah with a lot of icing extra icing extra you icing how, you know how many people have birthday cake they shave off some of the icing yeah 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 no we're gonna start a preservation society to save mm -hmm. all that icing mm -hmm. america's been wasting icing for decades and we're gonna keep that icing and give it to the kids out there so they can get more sugar that's gorgeous. Thank you so much. Thank Mr. you so much. Oh, Mr. we got one Mr. last Mr. phone call. Um, yeah. What will be the name of your next book? The next book. Um, <clears throat> oh, that's a good question. You know, uh, the Bible. Um, I, I think as president, it's time the Bible gets updated. Mm. And... Um, you know, one of the things in the Bible, it's a great book, but some things are misleading. You know, Jesus, uh, sorry, but Jesus was American. You know, mm. Jesus, uh, I believe Jesus was from the St. Louis area. And so we're going to, we're going <laughs> to, and that's why it's a saint. You know, that's part of religion. So it's all, right, it's right. all related. So, uh, so we're just going to, you know, just update it and make it correct, you know, uh, and we'll put some guns in the Bible too, you know, because, you know, yeah, I, I think, you know, but basically just, you know, get Jesus's nationality correct, correct which is uh, USA. Yeah. Right. And it would be AC after Corona. Is that what? You know, I hadn't even thought of that, but mm -hmm. um, that's, uh, that's a great idea. That's yeah. A great idea. BC, AD, AC. That's a great idea. I mean, you know what? I'm going to have you write the book. I'm going to commission you <laughs> to write the book. Um, I love it. I yeah. love it. One we're less... going to have Christmas, Jesus' but... birthday. We're going to have Christmas every two weeks. <gasps> That's a lot of birthday cakes. You were already talking about a weekly yeah. birthday cake. I'm, I'm just your White House party planner, but you're commissioning me to write the book. I am Look, so Everybody honored. loves Christmas. Yeah. We already have Christmas in July also. Why, why discriminate? Why deprive the other months and the other weeks of not having Christmas? Christmas is always good for the economy. Right. And um, so I think... Christmas every two weeks and a birthday party for your son every week. Yeah. Who just happens yeah. to also be named Baron Trump. Yep. But We're getting, That's <laughs> going to help the economy. It's going right. to help kids stay healthy with maintain their, their high sugar levels. <laughs> And uh, it's going to bring so much energy mm -hmm. into this country. And then once Americans have proof in the Bible that Jesus is American, right. then we're, the country is just going to come together. You know, it's just going to come together. Yeah. yeah. Gorgeous. And that was being president is hard with Judah Freelander. You made it seem seamless. I obviously uh, extended the time of the game from for, from 90 seconds to whenever. <laughs> your decision, your decision, uh, you're in charge. Yeah. 
that was, you know, I give you points for sort of giving your White House party planner authority just like that. Yeah. You were just so quick to be like, hey, I have my opinions, but I, I'm going to just let you do it. <laughs> yeah. I trust you. I trust you. And you have good instincts and uh, you know what you're doing. So. Uh, really quick, I'm going to just repeat the party that you planned for your son, Baron. Okay. Okay. Uh, you said that the party will take place in the basement. Mm -hmm. um, you said that for the cake, it will be a plain cake, uh, a birthday cake. When you said plain cake, I had pictured just like a like a white, all around white cake. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. But then you said birthday cake, and then I I think I understood. I think I understood. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there's definitely frosting on it, and yeah. uh, you you're doing you're going to do a preservation uh, movement where you save all the icing that everyone usually scrapes off. Yeah. yeah. Um, it sounds like kind of like a possible plan to take out all of the kids in the U.S. When I see <laughs> people, when I see people scraping ice off a cake, mm -hmm. to me that means they hate America. Okay. Mm. <laughs> and it means they hate Jesus too. Right. Because Jesus would be every two it, weeks, Christmas. Every two, two weeks. weeks, yeah. And then every week birthday. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's we're just gonna be a country of just celebrating all the time. We have a lot to be thankful for. Yeah. We have a lot to celebrate. It's true, especially with this new fact that people are gonna you're you're gonna be telling people about you know, Jesus being American this whole time, all 2000 years. And um, that <laughs> they're going to be really stoked. I mean, if he could be here, if he could be here right now, he would probably be the best, like probably the best American. Like, how do you say this? Like the most American, the Americanist person. <laughs> I actually have breaking news for you. <laughs> what? Not only is Jesus American, yeah, he just endorsed me. Oh, he did. So wait, you have a, you obviously have a talking relationship with him, because mm -hmm. you did that so fast. Is that who you who was calling actually the whole time we were playing the game? I can't say. I can't say. Okay, because, because yeah, you never like said who it was, and now that I'm thinking back to it yeah okay so he just endorsed you, you he said judah 2024 um he didn't give a specific number but oh, uh okay he, he's he's going to endorse me he's going to endorse me i mean it's look a, look have i used his last name at all no we're buddies i use his first name jesus yeah that's true i yeah. don't know if i actually know his last name now that i think about it jesus of st louis Jesus of Saint, yeah, yeah, wow. You think he ever gets down and he's just like, "I love Saint Louis," <laughs> or I he says heard him use that that jargon before. Oh, he just says Saint Louis. He says the proper yeah. title. Yeah. Um, uh, as president, you said uh, malaria pills per day, fifteen. You said fifteen pills okay. uh, is how many you are taking um and that uh 
Mike Pence's best attribute was that he's from Indiana and yeah. that they have a lot of fireworks there, which is cool, and a Kinsey School. Yeah, the Kinsey Institute. Kinsey yeah. Institute. Okay, yeah. 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 No, and then the title of your next book would be The Bible. Yeah, update the Bible. Um, this is this is like I've I've never seen a president like this before. Um, the audacity I appreciate. So I'm going to say you get a hundred points for this game. For the first time ever, for the first time ever in Let's Go, Let's Go History, no one's ever gotten that many points playing. Frankly, people have a hard time because they get caught up in trying to answer, you know, as, um, sincerely and kindly as they can. Not that I'm saying your answers weren't kind. It, they're, they're just new ideas. I'm going to make you part of this administration. and uh, As a party planner? Whatever job you want, I think you can handle it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, how about the coronavirus task force? Hired. Perfect. Hired. Okay. Yeah. I have some perspective, you know, on what, you know, I, I have traveled the world. So... And I, um, I knew that the masks were too small in Japan. You did. Yeah. Okay. Great. So I can I can I take on? Will you have a space force too? Can I take on space as well? You know, if you if you if you think you need to do it, go for it. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. It sounds like I'm the only person in your cabinet so far. <laughs> Jesus is always with us. Right. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. That was gorgeous. That was gorgeous. Judah, can I ask you one last question from you a listener? You certainly can. Before we go. Um, this is, <laughs> I don't know why the questions. Ooh, okay, fine. This is from Malik. There's two questions that I was battling between asking you. Okay. One One asks what your favorite jelly bean flavor is. The other one asks... How many states are you banned in? And I was just trying to figure out which one would make for, you know, a question that you actually want to answer. I'll let you choose. I am banned in 54 states. <laughs> My favorite jelly bean flavor is mm -hmm. Ronald Reagan. I hope that's a flavor. I hope that's a flavor. And I bet it tastes an awful lot like root beer for some reason. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, it does. <laughs> when I picture a Ronald Reagan flavor, it's definitely like root beer, root beer heavy. Root beer with a little bit of a, a kick and a little warm and a little flat. Mm, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they would call our curve right now. A little warm, a little kick, a little flat, but not really there. <laughs> We're not there yet. <laughs> Whoo! Well, Judah, we have come to the end of this show. Um, so I'm out of the. I don't. I'm. I'm out of the. Uh, the game now. Oh, you're out of the game. We're now. out of the game now. Okay. You're out of the game very, now. Oh, you know what? I, I should have said. Very I should have. You know what? I should have said that we were out of the game because the jelly bean and the states you abandoned. That was for Judah. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was for Judah okay. not running for president. 
Currently not banned in any states. Jelly bean flavor. That's a good question. I haven't yeah. had one in so long. You know, I don't really discriminate with jelly bean flavor. I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't really say I've had one that's. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. That's a, that. That might be the hardest question. <laughs> that might, might be the most difficult question of this interview. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. You uh, and there you have it, David Silva. You've uh, stumped Judah. Um, wow. If I may help you, uh, you know, I I don't like jelly beans that much. You know, like I I haven't had one in a while either, so I wouldn't be able to answer that as well. Okay. So, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, well, are there any uh, shows that you would like for people to check out or uh, projects or, you know, an album, something you would like people to revisit during this time of quarantine or? Of mine or could it be of anybody's? Of yours and anybody's, oh. yeah. Okay. But mostly yours. I would oh. like to, I would, mostly yours, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to give you first a couple cool movies okay a couple of cool movies first recommends yeah. by judah it's like okay. a good like girl power movie not everybody likes it but i think it's i like it a lot yeah what it's about movie? a uh a group of teenage girls who run away from home and start their own punk rock band and it oh. stars diane lane ray winstone uh i'm blanking on some people but uh, it's called Ladies and Gentlemen, The Fabulous Stains. Okay. Oh, it's a amazing. Cool movie. Okay. The Fabulous Stains. Okay. Yeah, amazing. Ladies and Gentlemen, The Fabulous Stains. Amazing. Really cool flick. It's from 1980. Yeah, oh, great. Really yeah. Okay. Real cool, low budget, like rebellious kind of movie. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Um, well, I do have a stand-up performance film that I made. I made it independently a few years ago, then sold it to Netflix. That's called America is the Greatest Country in the United States. Yes. So America check that out. Um, now, I probably have a couple hours of new material since that came out um, that I have not released. So I'm not really much of an online guy. I'm kind of starting to get into it now and trying to get into it now but uh right so i have a lot i film most of my sets so i do have a fair amount of footage so i'm starting to release clips on my social media and amazing uh, i will be putting out a a new album and a new stand-up performance film later this year and just as of about a week ago, I started doing some of these online stand-up shows, these shows mm -hmm. on Zoom, and I've been liking them a lot. So I'm starting to do a lot of those. Now, I'm pretty unorganized, so I'm not sure when they're all on, but check my Instagram or Twitter, I guess. I'm a Judah World Champ on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and I'm trying to get on the other ones, like... Uh, TikTok sounds kind of cool. I haven't been on that yet. So, like I said, everybody, I'm 75 years old. <laughs> Give me a break. I'm trying to get into this shit. 
Uh, Look out for Judah World Champ on all the socials yeah. for his but upcoming on, on shows. YouTube, on YouTube, it's just Judah Champ. So. On YouTube, it's Judah Champ. Yeah. Well, Judah, so. you are a champ, and thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. This was to a lot of fun. Everyone, that's been Let's Go Let's Go, a woke Japanese game show, or Let's Go Let's Go at home. <laughs> <laughs>